Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We greatly appreciate it. You know, uh, Jake, I got to say, when I was talking in that last segment, those last few things that I said, uh, my wife came in and, and she was... I think she might have been shaking a fist at me. You're in real trouble, aren't you? Uh, well, we I, tried I to warn you, man. I could I couldn't hear what she was saying because I had my earphones on, and, but not good. I I I don't I did not get the complete gist of it. But I I'm not sure. Did I say anything inaccurate? Uh, I don't know. It's it's your life you're describing, man. But uh, <laughs> insensitive, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. No, I wouldn't have said it. I absolutely would not have said it. But, and we well, did try to warn you. And and actually, you know, for the first time maybe ever, you should probably make your own dinner tonight. Uh, I, that has happened before. Uh, but <laughs> both of your wives work uh, at jobs outside the home. Right. See now, here's why. In my opinion, it doesn't matter, Gordon, and you can you can feel how you feel. But uh, I think when you're married, your possessions, including your money, is mutual. Yes, I, I, I and and who that. earned what? I don't know if that's relevant. But the, well, I'm, I'm right. talking it's about a, my relationship it's team, here. It's, it's teamwork. You know, that's that's the way we do it around here as well. What's mine is yours, et cetera, et cetera. So the premise of how much was the dinner you bought your wife is what that's that's what got us here and, okay and, uh, but you, you guys are getting hung up on a mere detail but I then mean, you <laughs> tried to say but you're the one who works <laughs> uh i'm the one that draws a salary <laughs> so well my, my this wife is not my our wife fault. is uh, my wife has done things as well that have uh contributed in a major way we uh, agree austin and i both wholeheartedly yeah. agree thus that but we're we're but, trying but, to warn you not to have the opinion but, that you continue but, but, but to really harp on. No, it, it wasn't a matter of who was paying. I mean, my <laughs> wife has her own things that she can do in that regard. But it was my idea to go do that, and so I thought that I felt like the fact that I, the impetus behind it was coming from me. I, I <laughs> yeah, if I were you, I'd spin it this way too. <laughs> No, Good that's move. What I meant. Good move. I that is not it. what you meant. No, I, I didn't mean that. You know, that, back it on up. Oh yeah. yeah, back it on up. Whatever. Sounds I mean, like an attorney wife. wrote that for back you. Back it on <laughs> up. That's well, right. my idea. I'd be, I'd be doing the same thing if I were you. But my, Austin my wife, and I did try. To I was hacked. You. I don't know. My, my, my wife Lisa is about as uh, pleasant a person as you could ever be around. But I think she was actually just shaking her fist at me. Yeah. Well, I don't blame uh, her, frankly. But, and, and, oh, yeah, and, we're Team Lisa. Yeah, we're Team Lisa that, here. That don't, get, co- don't misunderstand. That, well, that did cause me to stop and think about what I was saying because, I mean, she has contributed in huge, in major ways. I <laughs> to, dare to say. To the Watson family. I dare say more than uh, the person I'm talking when to. You, when she leaves town, I worry for you, my friend. 
Oh, you greatly underestimate me. In fact, Maybe. from here on out, I think every every time you and Lisa go out to dinner, you should perceive the situation as her buying you dinner. Okay. All right. See? All right. It's all about the way you think about it. Okay. But on that one occasion, it was my idea. Because ordinarily, I would Back it on up. Play the beats again. I would probably complain about how much much it cost, you know, as my normal. Move it on back. (laughs) Move it on back. (laughs) Well, I don't want to fix my own dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Or any night, for that matter. So you're about to get a poison pizza for dinner. Congratulations. Enjoy your night of uh, spending it at the in the bathroom. Yep. Move it on back. back Can can we just erase? Can we pretend the last two segments didn't happen? Well, we can, but I'm going to go ahead and pull them and email them to Lisa. So (laughs) I may have misspoke. Hope you have some Marriott points to spend. <laughs> I'll be excusing myself for a few days, fellas. Yeah, buddy, you might. We, yeah, hey, you might want time to try those hot pockets. Got some re- uh, well, no, no. <laughs> you got some repairing of the relationship to do. Oh, shoot, I made my own know, sandwich today. I don't. I think Lisa went to the grocery store today, and I was going to ask her to pick me up some hot pockets. Oh, man. You might just have to go to the store yourself. I know. That sentence right there is exactly what we're talking about. Mom, we're out of hot pockets! (laughs) And chocolate milk! Oh, Oh, brother. What year is it in Gordon's brain, perpetually? (laughs) Something like, I mean, based on references and, and all that sort of thing. What, like... Like 67? Exactly. Look, just because my wife does the shopping and, 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 and for food and whatnot, <laughs> I mean, it's a partnership. We all, we all bring certain things to the table. Oh. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then you take everybody out to dinner. Honey, I'm home! <laughs> Mm, smells like pot roast. How much, how much do you, uh, Gordon? How much do you uh, give Lisa permission to spend on your birthday present? Hey, hey! I got no control over what my wife buys. I want you to know that. I'm, I'm there. I mean, there is. I have none. You mean what your wife buys for the family? Uh, what With my your, wife buys per uh, the, just. Period. With your family's money. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that that uh, 1950s spoof on what uh, how how <laughs> how a woman should treat a man? I think we're hearing it right now. I think we are. <laughs> it's a. I think people say it's real, but I I, I don't think uh, I, I don't think it. I think it was. Kind of a spoof, but I'm not 100% sure. But it is extremely, extremely chauvinistic and unrealistic, you know, that when a man comes home, uh, he, he's, it's advice for, for the wife. Give him space because he's had a hard day and let him. <laughs> we're we're going to get canceled after this particular 
<laughs> episode of the big show, aren't we? This is no, it. Oh, it's a 1950 spoof. This is it. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not condoning it in any way, shape, or form. The thoughts and opinions of Gordon Monson do not represent those of Jake Scott. <laughs> not me. Gordon. Not Austin. <laughs> nope. We're distancing ourselves. Do not from endorse this. this message. Not at all. <laughs> Should I read some of these things? Nope. Pretty... <laughs> Negative. You've done enough. So uh, the jazz. Fellas. How about those jazz? Uh, yeah. How about uh, how about? What you the... make of what Keith Smith said about how it takes him a little while to get going? Good point. Let's start right there. Good job, Austin. Well done. Your thoughts on what Keith Smith it's had to say? Kind of like a pot uh, roast. It takes time. No, this thing is called "How to Be a Good Wife" nineteen no! style. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. Have you ever seen this? Have you fellows seen this? No, really. No, really. We should probably talk about the jazz and not. <laughs> they were so they're so ridiculous that they're funny. You know, uh, tweet them out from your own personal account. <laughs> Put them in your column. Yeah, th- let's do that. <laughs> throw that. Throw those in the column. Let's let that be uh, Jennifer Napier Pierce's problem. <laughs> do not greet your husband with problems or complaints. <laughs> Because he's had a hard day and his problems are greater than yours, et cetera, et cetera. This kind of nonsense. It's got to be a spoof, guys. It's have dinner ready, plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal ready on time and prepare yourself. I'm getting ill. <laughs> no, like, really. It's no, not. It's a joke. These are, this, is, this, is, this can't be. I know a lot of jokes I don't say on the air. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll let it be. I mean, a priest and a rabbi walk into a bar. <laughs> I don't share these things. I like it how you've you've totally ignored that Austin and I have tried to put the brakes on this whole discussion for about ten minutes the, the, now. The Adam, emergency brake has fallen off the show. Worry. <laughs> We're, we're Fred Flintstoning right now well, with our we feet are. to the with ground. The feet, like, no, let's not. Let's Number not. Number three on let's, this list. No, it, says, let's not. it says prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest. So, the, uh, wait a minute. My, my computer just. <laughs> Can't hear you, Gordon. I don't what. Can't hear you. Sorry. Going through a tunnel. Uh, there's a marching band here. Oh, it's a. Hello, <laughs> this. It's funny. Prepare, this is advice for the wife. Prepare yourself, take 15 minutes to rest, so you'll be refreshed when he arrives. Touch, touch up your makeup, put a ribbon on your hair, and be fresh-looking. He has just been with a lot of work-weary people. <laughs> Come on! Nobody ever believed this. Are you kidding me? My mom must have been uh, something of a of a... I don't know, before her time, because she wouldn't put up with it. You know, Jake, it's a good thing your wife and my wife both work outside the home, because <laughs> we're going to have to be looking for work soon. <laughs> Thanks, Gordon. <laughs> no, it's a joke. It's not meant to be taken seriously, right? Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? I was, mean... I was distracting myself with something that wasn't going to get me Jake's fired. Jake's <laughs> <laughs> Number nine says, no. all right, Greg Bowler Jack is going to join the show coming up next. Stay tuned for that, and we will talk I, I, some I, jazz I, basketball. I don't condone any of this. I want to make that absolutely clear. This has got to be a parody. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, you've had some opinions, and I don't know, the last 
20 minutes that would would gray that issue. (laughs) (laughs) Number 11 is make the evening his, never complain if he comes home late or goes out to dinner or other places of entertainment without you. Instead, try to understand this world of strain and pressure uh, and his uh, very neat uh, it's very real need to be at home and relax. Man, this is this. Nobody ever acted this way, nor should they have. Let's get I don't out. Care if you're in the fifties, the forties, the thirties, the twenties, or sixteen uh, twenty. Let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now is our good friend from Wasatch Medical Clinic talking about uh, relationships in today's day and age. <laughs> he is Andrew Reinhardt with us, helping uh, folks out in the bedroom. Yes, we are helping folks out in the bedroom with a very common problem, erectile dysfunction, kind of, you know, icky. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to address it. But we have taken all the negatives out of treating ED, the acoustic, with the acoustic wave therapy. Uh, if you're out there struggling, imagine going through the treatments two to three weeks. That is before the month of June is over. You could have completed the treatments. There are eight to 10 minutes per treatment, by the way. It opens up the blood vessels enough that you'll be able to get the blood flow going where you want it, when you want it. And here's the key. Spontaneity in the bedroom, no medication, no injections, and no surgery. 801-901-8000 is the, the number to call. And uh, all those, you know, it. I would let me put it this way, Andrew. The spontaneity, I bet, is key. I mean, jumping through all those hoops—that just sounds terrible. If you could just get back to normal, that's got to seem awesome for a lot of guys. Yeah, I think guys can think back to when they did not even think about the problem. They didn't stress about it. Things worked like they should. Uh, this is the only treatment, as far as I know. This is it—the only thing addressing the root cause of the problem. It's the only thing that can accomplish that. Every other solution is a form of meds, if you think about it. The pills are meds. Hormones, which don't work for this type of problem, is a form of medication. Injections, that's certainly medication. This is the natural approach, and you said it, spontaneity. 801-901-8000, get on the schedule, get in and see the doctor, and you guys are doing a lot for free right now. Yeah, if you're out there struggling with ED, call us now. We'll do the initial assessment, the exam. We'll do that blood flow ultrasound test, totally free. And we're throwing in a special gift. We will not be able to do this forever. It does produce instant results in the bedroom. That's free just for making the trip. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thank you very much, Andrew. Thank you. There you go. That's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. We're going to talk to Bowler coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordo, we're going to talk to Bowler coming up here momentarily, get his thoughts on the NBA returning to action and if he's heard anything about uh, whether or not and how he will be involved. Uh, the broadcast details, I heard um, Hanson Scotty talking to Locke today, and uh, he hasn't gotten any news. I wonder if, if Bowler has. I, I would think that they'll try to preserve the local broadcast, at least for the regular season, obviously, in some way, shape, or form. Whether that means local broadcasters going down there or not, I'm not so sure, but I would imagine yeah. they're going to try and preserve that. 
Oh, yeah, I don't know how they'll do it. Uh, obviously, we haven't gotten all the details, and this is the way I, I expect it to happen. I expect them to to uh, release little bits and details as time goes by just to uh, not only to inform but do it that way, maybe because they, they haven't gotten all those things ironed out yet, but also I think it builds anticipation as time goes by so that when the season does resume, uh, in a very unique format, it will be, it will be uh, an exciting time to see some sports again like that. By the way, I want to give an update. Uh, my everything is cool with with Lisa. I just went and had a talk with her and told her I was joking. It was it was supposed to be funny. It was so ridiculous. It was funny. And you know what she did? Called her attorney. <laughs> <laughs> No. no, no. She gave me a hug. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Hey, look, there's some, all three of our wives. There's no messing with those women. They're all strong. They're very capable, strong-minded women who are independent thinkers and all that. And we joke, but we kid. Why? Right? Why are you uh, dragging Austin and I into this? We've been saying that for the last half hour. Not, it's not us who have wavered from that position. So why are you dragging us into that? Way to distance yourself from me. I've it. been trying to do that for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I do think that we're going to get little bits and pieces of what's going to happen down in Orlando over the next six, seven weeks. And I think it's. I think they're going to spread it out a little bit on purpose just to, to to build the anticipation. Would you agree with that or do you think I'm up in the night? No, well, well, I do agree, but I, I think that might be also kind of a byproduct of they had to they had to solve the first big obvious issues first, right? I mean, you, you, you've got to get uh, when you're going to start, where you're going to do it, how you're going to do it. You have to get the finances figured out, you know, all these huge, huge issues. And once they got those ironed out, I think they'll move on to some of the more of these delicate, uh, smaller issues. And I, I bet you're right. They'll release them as time goes by to ramp up enthusiasm. I wonder how they're going to handle the accommodation question, because they can't. I, I, I don't know. I don't It's a big place. I get that. But I don't know whether they can give everybody first class. Yeah. All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. He, of course, is the TV voice of the Utah Jazz, our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack Bowler, what is happening? Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Have you heard anything, Bowler, about what the setup will be for someone such as yourself? Uh, not a thing. Uh, we have not heard, uh, at least I have not, uh, from the Jazz uh, or the NBA. Uh, if I have to guess, I'm guessing uh, we'll get, you know, a few games. I'm hoping uh, the eight games uh, of the regular season that they want to complete and then the first round of the playoffs. But location still has not been um, determined uh, for us. My guess is studio um, at some location in Salt Lake City. Now, maybe they'll surprise me and, and we'll find out a, another way. But you know, you guys just mentioned about the undertaking of this restart. I mean, it's monumental. Um, there's still a lot of things to figure out 
And I'm not really sure how you can accommodate everybody. I mean, I've heard all sorts of numbers. You know, if family does actually come and stay after the first round of the playoffs, you know, you're bumping it up to, you know, 15 to 1600 people. I still haven't gotten a clear number on, uh, you know, just what the, the traveling party will be for each team. But, Again, it's a it's a huge undertaking with a lot of things that you have to make sure that one matches the other, right? And obviously, if injury or illness uh, would creep up on this, you know how do you how do you go about it, and how do you handle rosters? So um, I'm waiting with you on on a daily basis to see what comes out. Well, Bowler, this is the first time we've talked to you since everything kind of became officially official. What do you uh, what do you think about the conclusions the NBA and the players came to on how to finish the season and how this whole thing's going to look? I think it's fair, Jake. I really do. I, I don't see any other way. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Adam Silver had probably dozens of plans and then, you know, <clears throat> carved off one at a time, uh, looking to see which one would be most beneficial. You're not going to please everyone. And the big concern, of course, what happens to those, you know, eight teams and the ones that may not even make the playoffs, obviously, uh, after these eight games are played and keep them physically fit, engaged with their teams. What do you do uh, up until December 1st when the alleged uh, start of the 2021 season begins? So, man. You know, for me, I'm excited. I think fans are just to see basketball back. But I think also I'm not sure just how good a play will be right from the start. But, you know, Gordo, in, in, in past years, we always say, well, be patient. You know, you got to let these guys connect and come together. Well, I don't think there's really much time to have any of that. I mean, you got to hit the floor running if you're going to secure your playoff spot or – if you're going to be in that ninth, 10th, and 11th position with a chance to jump in at eight, man, I, I still think the stronger team mentally, you know, wins this thing um, all the way around. And who stays out of health issues, obviously. Um, you know, that's my first thought is I'm glad to see it. And I, I know it's a huge undertaking, but you have to have a jumping off point at some point in time. And I don't think, again, you can please everybody. Uh, but this looks like to be the plan they're going to under, you know, attack and i think things will trickle out little by little on how this is all going to come together well Lord jake and i were talking earlier i saw a power ranking for the teams included and it had the jazz at 12 and uh, it penalized the jazz uh, quite a bit for the loss of bogdanovich sure do, do you do you do you see it that way do you think there is a way the, i mean 12th uh, the thunder were in front of them the rockets were in front of them the the Mavs were in front of them. Uh, these are teams that the Jazz are in front of in the standings. Can they withstand this loss? Is that as devastating as apparently some people think? Well, it's 20 points a night, and it's 41% three-point shooting. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a big hole to fill. But, you know, one thing the Jazz have always you know, hung their hat on is, you know, depth and also Joe Ingles, who would step in at my guess at the, at the, the fifth starter, Obviously, his role would have to increase, and him probably two guys, his shot uh, attempts would have to increase. Uh, and that's something that I don't know. I don't think any shooter ever really minds. But, again, it depends on when those shots are taken and in what context. But 
you know, it also puts more pressure on Jordan Clarkson, the bench, George Niang, Tony Bradley, and who else do the Jazz actually add to their roster? Do they sneak out and pick up somebody not in the NBA right now uh, who's looking to, to get a chance to, to reenter and play or they feel like who could help them? Uh, or do you, you know, do they allow two-way players? It, it, that's, that's intriguing, too, to see exactly how the rosters will shape up and how many players – uh, they can, they can. Each team can actually uh, have. But Gordon, look, you can't cut it any other way. Bogdanovich is a big part, but at the same time, you know Quinn Snyder, Jake. I mean, this guy is not going to use that as an excuse. And again, this is where I think the the team that mentally prepares themselves uh, may really surprise people. For those who think their talent and maybe not as in shape will carry them through. I'm not sure how engaged each player will be. And will you have a surprise or two of a player who does not want to take take part? So there's still a lot of, I think, uh, a lot of, uh, I, I, you know, storylines to kind of work yourself through before you make a decision. But on paper, I can see why, you know, the so-called experts would drop the jazz about the middle of the pack. But also, does it take pressure off of them? Probably so. Uh, do they want to take care of the Thunder? Most likely. Would they, you know, like to spoil the the Hardens and the uh, Westbrook's attempt for a title? Absolutely. So, you know, if things hold true, right, they would play OKC in the first round, and they do play OKC according to the first uh, schedule that I saw uh, that they would play down in in Orlando. So, hey, a lot of things are going to happen um, in in this bubble they, they they're going to create. And I think it's hard to predict uh, where where everybody is going to end up. Uh, Gordo as a writer and Jake as a broadcaster, man, storylines are plenty. Uh, they're going to bust out of that out of that place, and I, I don't think we've even you know hit the tip of the iceberg yet. Have you heard anything, Bowler, about how the the workouts uh, with the Jazz currently are going, or maybe what kind of shape guys are coming back in from this thing? Because I think that's a real wild card, right? It is. It is. It's how many, uh, you know, the workouts from what I was, what I've been told and heard is it's minimal in Salt Lake and around the league until they get uh, quarantined uh, in Orlando. And when that date is, I know the start date is the 31st. That's the game day. I'm not sure when the actual let's get together and start the process date will be. Uh, I talked to George Niang. I think we've talked a couple of weeks ago now on via Zoom when he uh, jumped on with some of the media, and he talked about you know needing you know two to three weeks. Uh, and the big issue too is what is shape and basketball shape. I think we all kind of know that that's a high level, man. And this league, that's an elite level of of, of athleticism and being physically and mentally tuned in. And I tell you, Jake and Gordon, I tell you, I think the mental toll of this thing, maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe it's three months for me. What, tomorrow? What's the day? Today's the, the ninth. Yeah, it's the 11th. So actually it's going to be three months tomorrow on a Wednesday night on the 11th of March. And, okay, see, this all went down. So what's the mental toll? And, you know, how, how many guys can actually push through it? Right, and how many how many players actually are going to be that engaged to get back in shape again, knowing a new season starts soon after the completion of uh, of nineteen the nineteen twenty one campaign? So, yeah, uh, I, I there's a lot of variables, and you know you can put a number on the Jazz. Okay, they're twelve, but you know what? I'm not buying much stock into that. 
uh, I think, again, uh, the storylines and the attitudes, and we're going to see it early on how these players uh, jump and go on the floor and how totally engaged they are. And some may want to go home. Uh, some may want to stay. Uh, 70-some-odd days in quarantine, if you go from start to finish, that's a long haul. I was at the Olympics twice, and I stayed 31 and 32 days. It is a mental toll. And I wasn't in quarantine, by the way. So that's a long time to be away unless they do allow you know families to, to come in and visit um, after they get through the first round of the playoffs. So hang tight, guys. It's going to be interesting. Bowler, you've studied Mike Conley's game. You saw the ebbs and flows. Uh, he seemed to be settling in a little bit before the stoppage. Do you believe he's got more in the tank to give the Jazz? Well, he's rested. We know that. And hopefully healthy. And the hamstring's not going to be a problem. And, and Gordon, you know, I think in his mind, he has maybe played this scenario through it. Meaning, you know, being a veteran, I think he will get it more than some on what it takes to prepare. But also, maybe he understands the system now more than ever. You know, reviewing game tape, uh, talking to Quinn during the, this, this uh, you know, epidemic on understanding his role even better. Look, Donovan's going to touch the ball. Joe will touch it as a starter even more. Mike, you know, made the adjustment to run that second unit with Jordan Clarkson. But, you know, it, it, it was an adjustment, okay? I think we all put that on the table when he left Memphis with Marcus Gasol as a pick-and-pop guy, and he had the ball in his hands, you know, 95% of the time. And he sees Donovan, who's a dominant ball handler, and Joe can handle it as well. Um, and, and so, you know, those are things that he will have to adjust if the Jazz are going to jump from a, a 12 up to a four, you know, in the end game or even above. So, yeah, I think Mike's key, Gordo. I really do. His health and the way that he runs the show and also, you know, how Quinn's going to run that second unit and if Mike still stays on the floor and plays some minutes with Jordan Clarkson and then George Niang and mixes I think it's going to be another incredible coaching opportunity uh, for Q uh, to go out and if he wants to shock the world, do it. Uh, I don't think Jazz Nation would be uh, disappointed at all, but how he's going to mix up units one and two and play, you know, play players when they need, need them the most. That's, that will be an interesting chess match for, for Quinn Snyder in this, in this circumstance. Bowler, you are the best. Thank you as always for jumping on with us. Hey guys, uh, great to talk to you. Like I said, it's a uh, it's it's healthy. It's therapy for me. And uh, what are we? Maybe seven weeks out before the playing ball? Yeah, about yeah. seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things are going to happen between now and then. But uh, uh, let's just hope we get some games and we get a good feel of where the Jazz are going to be. And, and I want Bogey to be healthy. Yeah. I mean, he, the reason why he did this obviously was to jump back and be ready for December. And uh, hopefully the Jazz have a have a player or two that's going to come through and and uh, do some damage in Orlando. But uh, yeah. thanks for the time, guys. We'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks, Bowler. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bowler. You know, when he was talking there, Jake, I, it made me wonder, do you think that Quinn will reconfigure some things uh, in any substantial way, or will that just make a hectic situation that much more complicated? Well, you're missing your number two offensive option, so yeah, right. I think he's going so to regroup. I mean, yeah. as, a, as opposed to saying, "Okay, Joe, you you play the role of Boyan, you know, and go do this," uh, but I mean, significantly mix it up a little bit. 
in a way that perhaps Mike Conley would handle the ball more or uh, change things up from that perspective? Or is it is it too late to do that? I don't think it's too late to do that. Plus, you got a lot of time ramping up to it. So yeah. I, I would I would guess they adjust quite a bit. I mean, you can say, oh, yeah, Joe Ingles, you step right in there to that Bogdanovich role. Well, what about Joe Ingles' role? <laughs> you know, yeah. they've got uh, like George he's a, Niang. right. Well, I mean, these they've got big roles on the team already. I mean, you're you're replacing twenty points a night. That's big. That's big. And there are other things that maybe he didn't do as well. So maybe you can tighten up defensively a little bit. But I mean, you know, you're not a better team not having Boyan Bogdanovich on it. But could Conley play the role with the starters that uh, Jordan Clarkson plays with the bench players? Well, we're going to find out, right? I mean, I don't even know if that if that's what you want, but if you're Quinn, but uh, you know, I don't. I'm I'm just trying to figure out one what Mike's capabilities are, and two what role he'll be asked to play. All right, we'll have more big show coming up next. Stay tuned, ninety-seven-five and twelve-eighty. The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. Thank you very much for making this part of your day. Yes, indeed. Uh, Jake, I was wondering, when we started the show, you said that you were, or actually yesterday you had talked about how uh, your happiness factor, your joy factor, uh, has been taking a little bit of a beating lately because of the events of the world and whatnot. Um, At the start of this show, you said you had been feeling a little more joy. You had done some service, donated some clothing and whatnot, and it made you feel better. Have you maintained it throughout the entirety of the big show today? You mean after four hours of talking to you? No. No, it's gone. <laughs> right up till the Not Sports Report. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's gone. But that's, you know, that's okay. Oh, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try again tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry to have dragged you down the depths. Oh. I'm used to it. It's fine. <laughs> can I uh, can I ask you a question about a quote real quick here? Sure. Do you remember? Uh, let me ask you. Do you remember when Brent Castile was a freshman at the University of Utah and he basically oh, yeah. said that he was going to win the Heisman? Mm-hmm. And even though you know it was likely, very likely, not going to be true, it kind of showed a a, a bit of a, a confidence, you know, a little bit of a, a brash belief in oneself, right? Will you mm-hmm. tell me tell me if you think that Jameis Winston actually believes uh, what he's saying here, okay? Okay. He says, I know what I'm worth, and I know day in and day out, without publicly coming in and saying it, that historically I'm one of the best quarterbacks to play the game, unquote. He did win the Heisman, did win a national championship. And what exactly are the accomplishments of a college kid Related to what happens in the NFL. I don't know. We still think Ty Edmer was a pretty good quarterback. Uh, we don't think he's one of the best quarterbacks to ever walk the face of the earth. What about Gino Toretta? <laughs> no. 
Uh, so you, yeah. do you think he believes that, though, or you think this is just uh, showing some confidence? Oh, uh, he might he might believe it in part, but he knows that he has fallen well short of that standard. But he got eye surgery. He got LASIK. Gordon, he's not blind anymore. Oh, well, that's good. Maybe, you know, it's hard to throw it to him if you can't see him. Have you seen the Jameis Winston squinting pictures that are out there on the old internet? (laughs) Kind of funny. I don't, you know, I think that guy does have talent. I think he really does have talent. But he's a long way from being one of the best uh, quarterbacks around. He's got work to do still. How old is Jameis now? About 28? Oh, is he that old? Twenty-seven? Uh, yeah, maybe somewhere, somewhere in, there. in that range. Yeah. Uh, he's got a lot. He's got a lot to do, and you know, maybe he'll be able to edge that thing forward. But uh, he's twenty-six. He'll be twenty-seven in January. Okay. Let, let me ask right. you this real quick, Gordon. And I'm knocking on wood for Drew Brees. But if if Drew unfortunately were to get hurt, who comes in the game? Who takes over as QB one? I know who thinks he should. Well, Jameis, yeah, but I'm asking you. No, I, I think Taysom Hill probably thinks he should. I know. That's the reason I posed the question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I, I suppose it would be Jameis Winston because I, I, I think they want to keep Taysom Hill in the role he's been he's had over the past number of years. And, Jake, I know you're a huge fan of that. You think it's preposterous for him to even think of uh, playing any other role because – he is he has become one of the better known role players, quote unquote, in the NFL. Really preposterous. Does that sound like something I would say? Well, you you think it's dumb. No. This is poppycock. Aggressive. No, I, <laughs> I think, to dash. I think he's in the perfect role for him. I think yeah. I think he's I mean, he's I don't know if you want to say becoming a star, but I mean he's got a ton of notoriety. He's in a really good spot. But if I'm Taysom Hill and I'm holding out hopes to be Drew Brees' replacement whenever he retires, the signing of Jameis Winston would have raised my eyebrow. Ah, preposterous. Now, however, he did. (laughs) He was compensated nicely in the offseason, right? They signed him to a two-year deal, I think. So he's he's getting his. But if he wants to be the Saints starting quarterback, I'd be like, wait, why'd you sign that guy? It's a lot of stuff and nonsense if you ask me, Gordon. (laughs) Preposterous. Well, I mean, what you just said indicates that you did think it's preposterous. I know, but you were like you were saying what I said, and I don't use the word preposterous all that often. That's all I was because saying. Because he's not stuck in pride and prejudice. I don't yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I Outlandish. I think, I think Taysom Hill is doing exactly what he should be doing. Yeah, I agree. And uh I agree with you a hundred percent on that. And and he's making a nice living doing it that way, you know. So, uh, you know, but this whole idea that in order to be seen as a successful quarterback, you have to be in every down play, every, you know, a starter. All that, I, I just don't think that's true. Not, not in that case, for sure. I agree. Well, if you out there think getting the spontaneity back in your love life is preposterous, <laughs> listen up. We're talking to our good friend, Andrew, from Wasatch Medical Clinic. What's going on, Andrew? Hey, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, acoustic wave therapy is what we're talking about today. And guys have heard us talk about this. Um, I would invite anybody that's out there with ED and maybe you're sick of the pills. Maybe the pills just, you know, aren't doing it for you. Go to WasatchMedicalClinic.com, pull up the science page and read the data. 
there are so many uh, studies now, clinicals, journals, and articles that have been written. The science is sound. Um, I've personally seen thousands of guys go through this treatment. It opens up and regrows blood vessels. And if any part of the body needs more blood flow, it is this part of the body without any medication, injections, or surgery. We can restore the natural function in the bedroom. All right, so here's the number uh, to call, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. We're talking about it, but there's also a lot of great research out there right now to back up what we're talking about. There is a lot of research. And uh, just the other day I was listening to some speech by a urologist from Cambridge talking about the effects of acoustic wave therapy. He said 87% effective, which, mm. you know, that's about right. I would say it's maybe a tiny bit higher, but 87% with zero side effects, we can fix the ED affordably. We can do it quickly in two to three weeks, and uh, we can do it with no side effects. Those are game changers in the bedroom for a lot of relationships. 801-901-8000. Call, get on the schedule, go in, get a, uh, an appointment with the doctor for free, and uh, a bunch of other stuff actually free, right? Yeah, free exam, free assessment. You've got questions about ED, and I'll bet you we've got answers. The doctor will dive into your medical history and be able to pinpoint why you have ED. Maybe there's something going on in your life that you're not aware of. Uh, we'll do a blood flow ultrasound, and we'll throw in a special gift. It produces instant results in the bedroom. I promise you'll love it. All of that is free. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's our good friend Andrew Reinhardt, Wasatch Medical Clinic, 801-901-8000. More Big Show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much uh, for joining us today. Gordon, it, uh, we had Bowler on the show today, Keith Smith. It was, uh, it was a good show. Talking some basketball. And, we, of course, we continue to talk about the Morgan Scally situation. Would you call it – I'd call it a mess, wouldn't you? Oh, certainly a mess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's heavy. On Utah's football program, so we got uh, worked our way through that. Talked some some baseball labor issues. Yeah, we we covered a lot of ground. We did cover a lot of ground today. Yeah, and that uh, the, you know on the Morgan Scally front, that that story isn't going away anytime soon. I mean that this one's this one's going to be a tough one to digest for a while now. I think. Wonder how long this quote unquote review is going to last. Not long, I don't think. I, I would guess not long, but you know does. The conclusions do the the conclusions that they come to mm, are they the correct ones? Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if there is an absolute correct one because different people feel differently. Well, there, I mean, <laughs> there's there's no good way out of this thing, mm-hmm. regardless of the uh, of the uh, investigation. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. I mean, there's. Uh, Morgan Scally's career, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to, to downplay it, but there's a lot more at stake than just that. Yeah, yeah, but from a human standpoint, you would you wonder the effect this is having on Morgan. Oh, man, and I just feel for him. You know he's he's just having a hard time. I do believe what he said in his apology. I, I do believe that this has been a major, major learning experience for him. And uh, 
So we'll see where it goes from there. It's out of his hands. It's out of our hands. It's uh, in the hands of that that review committee and uh, and the decision made. It probably goes all the way to the president, doesn't it, the university? Oh, there's no way that the yeah. that it couldn't. We talked about who would have to be on board uh, for Morgan to stay, and President Watkins would be first and foremost. Mm-hmm. If she if she doesn't want it to happen, then it ain't happening. But that's the level to which it will rise because of the import, not just for the football program, but for the university as a whole. So it's it's heavy. All right, Gordon. Well, uh, we'll be back coming up tomorrow. Uh, I know you didn't go Marvel last night. Are you getting back on the Marvel train tonight? I don't know. I've got to ask around because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I don't have a lot of control over those things. I see. Well, I, you... I, prefer, I prefer to be a foot soldier, not a leader. I'll let other people have their way. All right, buddy. Well, you enjoy your night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. You too, Jake. All right. It's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.